Welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Main, awesome wife and dog mom for life. I'm a sex therapist turned sex coach, and I run a successful business selling relationship enhancement products. I absolutely love talking about all things sex. So you can expect this podcast to explore all things related to women's sexual health because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you discover and embrace what brings you pleasure so that you can own your sexual self. If that sounds good to you, then keep listening and let's fucking do this. What's up, y'all? We're back for another episode and I'm super excited for today's topic, which is dirty talk. Bust out the Jason do a little music. Talk dirty to me. (laughs) You all know. Now it's going to be stuck in your head all day, so you're welcome for that. Anyways, you all know that I'm here for majority of one thing. Well, okay, let's say two things. One, I'm here to get women more pleasure, more pleasure than they even think that they deserve. And two, I'm working really hard to close this thing known as the orgasm gap. Yes, right? The amount of men that are or having orgasms during sexual experiences versus the amount of women that are having orgasms during sexual experience is very, very few and far between. Men are having way more orgasms than women are. And that is just some bullshit. I think we can all agree, especially if you're a Volvo owner that's listening to this. You're like, uh, hey, I'm still here. I'm waiting. (laughs) So uh, this question was actually uh, sparked by a recent masterclass that I did. And when I opened up at the end of the masterclass for some Q&A, somebody had asked the question, how do I get better at dirty talk? And so that is really what inspired this episode. So thanks so much to that person that showed up to that masterclass and asked that question. The only wrong question that there is, y'all, is the one that you don't ask. So when you ask these questions, when you DM me, when you, yeah, 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 when you slide up in my DMs and you ask me all your questions about relationships and sex and orgasms and pleasure and all those things in between, those are the things that really inspire me to keep this podcast going. I want to make sure that I'm utilizing this as much as I can to provide you with as much free resources that I possibly can as well. All right, so let's jump into this dirty talk. All right. I've read a recent article on Dirty Talk, which kind of helped me um, come up with some talking points, I guess, for this episode. But in this article, they said it best, right? Back in the day, when you're thinking of like how you find your way to somewhere, right? Like how you find your location, how you get from point A to point B, back way, 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 way back in the day, they used the freaking stars, y'all. Literally, the stars in the sky, that's what they used to literally, that's what they used for their directions. I mean, imagine how difficult that might have been, especially in the time that we're living in now. So, you know, we upgraded from the stars and then, you know, the world came out with something called MapQuest. All right. Yeah. I I know I'm fast forwarding from the stars to MapQuest and like, you know, virtual media and stuff like that, internet things, but MapQuest, All right, how many of you back in the day, oh my gosh, I can remember in like high school, college days, going to my mapquest.com, putting my address from point A to point B, printing out the directions, literally printing out the directions because I didn't have a cell phone back then. All I had was a beeper pager and those definitely weren't going to help me with anything direction related. So yeah, I printed out my MapQuest directions, which can we just take a moment to think how freaking distracting that was, right? I was reading and driving basically at the same time. All right. So you all know we upgraded, right? Who even uses MapQuest anymore? Pretty much nobody. It it doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it does, but 
Uh, it's basically like the blockbuster of directions. All right, so what did we upgrade to? We upgraded to Google Maps. Now we have our cell phone devices. When you're getting ready to go somewhere, you literally pull up your maps on your phone. You go to that app, you type in the address, and boom, it's going to take you from location A to B. This is now we're getting better, right? We're getting, we're upgrading our communication. We're upgrading our tools and resources, all right? Then... You got this newer-ish thing called Waze. And this is one thing that they did not talk about in the article. And I love this. This is this is kind of my spin. And I get it. I get the stars. I get the map quest. I get the Google Maps. And then I was thinking, I'm like, yeah, but now we have Waze. So one thing that's really cool with Waze is that you have other people, other Waze users that can go into the app and be like, hey, look out for a cop here, uh, construction here, it, there's a slowdown here, it's stop traffic right here. Google Maps can't do that, right? Google Maps does not have that real-time, real-life person human data. So if I'm driving along, if I'm driving on, you know, 75, right, and I see a cop, I could go into my Waze app and be like, hey, cop near exit, 25 whatever it is right and I think that's really cool and so that's what kind of how I feel I can I can spin this for you to understand dirty talk in a way that you same way that you are going to understand Waze or Google Maps or MapQuest right so when when you are thinking about dirty talk directions really are what come down to successful dirty talk the more specific that you can be when you're talking with your partner, when you are in those intimate moments with each other, the better. The more specific, the better. If you're literally taking notes during this episode, write that down. But remember that directions are the best, best, best way for dirty talk. And I think when this person asked this in the masterclass, when the Q&A portion was up, that was exactly my answer. I'm like, the hottest, most sexiest dirty talk is when you are literally communicating to your partner what you want, how they can provide you with pleasure. And I freaking love that. So just like you would go into ways and be like, hey, girl, watch out for this or hey, uh, avoid this, right? Okay, so think about that. I'm going to tell somebody on ways, avoid this route, just like I'm going to tell my partner, avoid touching here, avoid this type of stimulation, Um, go this way, right? Use this route, preferred route ahead. (laughs) All right, so really thinking about that. I hope that that helps with your correlation um, when it comes to comes to your dirty talk. And remember, if you are currently in a relationship where you are not achieving an orgasm, the majority, if not every single time that you are having sex, and you know that you are somebody that is able to achieve an orgasm. That's what I need to point out here because I did get somebody recently who was like, well, what if I suffer from anorgasmia, which is literally a clinical diagnosis of somebody that just cannot achieve an orgasm. And so if you are somebody on here, if you're able to orgasm during solo pleasure, if you've orgasmed with a sexual partner before, you, dare I say it, should be having an orgasm during every sexual encounter. And I want you to think about that for a moment. Some people might throw some shade my way for saying that and using the word should, but is your partner achieving an orgasm every single time? Probably, right? For most people in heterosexual relationships, the sex is stopping once that man achieves an orgasm, right? We just we just have to call it as it is, you guys. This is, this is what's happening in our current time. So I want to work with you. I want to help you lessen that orgasm gap, which means I want you to be having 
as many, if not more orgasms than your partner. And especially if you are in a partner, if your partner has a penis. Okay. So here's the thing. And sex with Emily said this so good. Sex with Emily is one of my favorite podcasts. Um, and she said this, if you don't tell your partner what you need, the sex will stay the same. And listen, we are not here to just have the same freaking type of sex every single time. I don't want to go, I don't want to interact with my husband and be like, okay, here we go again, right? All right, I'm on bottom, you're on top, We here's the lube, here's the toy. I don't want the same thing every single time. No, in fact, I feel like in our relationship, in our marriage, in our sexual encounters, we pretty much try to switch it up every single time. We, I, I can't even remember the last time we had, you know, missionary sex or doggy style sex or anything like that the same, same time twice in a row. We, we do a pretty good job keeping it fresh. And that's what I want for y'all. So again, if you don't tell your partner what you need, the sex will stay the same. So if you're someone that's listening to this right now and you're in a relationship again, that you're not having as many orgasms that you want, you have to speak up. First of all, you have to figure out for yourself what it is that turns you on. And then you need to communicate those things to your partner. Okay, so when it comes down to that dirty talk, because I know some of you guys are going to be thinking like, okay, where do I even start? I don't want it to be awkward. Um, I I don't even, even know like how to how to tell my partner what I want during sex. So I definitely have some tips for you. So first off, like I just mentioned, practice solo, okay? Take the time to practice with yourself, um, doing that, doing just some hand to genital touching, all right? Touching around your legs, touching your arms, touching your neck, playing with your hair, playing with your nipples, you know, things like that, really getting in tune with your body. And so you can feel and discover those erogenous zones yourself on your own. Okay. Then when you're ready to, if you want to incorporate a vibrator, if you want to incorporate some clitoral stimulation, some vaginal stimulation, some finger play, anything like that, then upscale and and start with those things. But you have to know, right? You have to know what those things are that turn you on, what feels good to you, what vibration is good, what pressure is good, uh, what motion is good, what speed is good. We need to know all of these things. So that way it is easier for you to communicate those to your to your partner. Okay. And that's really where the confidence piece comes in. A dirty talk really does come down to having the confidence to vocalize and to advocate for yourself and to speak up in the bedroom, telling your partner what it is that you want. All right. And so part of this confidence, again, the work, it always pretty much in anything that I'm doing with somebody, the work always has to come from what you're able to discover with yourself and by yourself. Okay. Another really good part of dirty talk is to simply praise your partner's body, right? Oh, I love, I, I love your biceps, right? Like clenching onto their arms. I love your abs. I love, I love moving my hand up and down your thighs like this. Um, I love the way that you taste. I love that I can feel you growing in, in my mouth, right? I can feel, I love that I can feel you getting harder, you know, things like that. That is super, super sexy for somebody to hear. Um, and if you're someone that's listening to this, you know, maybe your partner is saying something like, uh, I love how, I love how wet you are. I love the way that you taste. I love how sexy you look. I love when you do this. I love when you do that. These are the types of things, again, you're communicating, you're giving direction and you're praising each other's body. And, um, this was, this was not something that came up, but this is one thing that I thought of when I was taking the notes, but not only praising your partner's body, 
but praising your own fucking body, <laughs> okay? Um, if you are making note and in, in vocalizing how your body is reacting to your partner, what your partner is doing, right? Oh, when you do that, it really turns me on. When you do that, my nipples are getting so hard. When you do that, I really want to touch myself here. When you do this, um, I, it really makes me want to do this. When you do this, I feel this way right? Those that, I mean, that, that is your dirty talk, y'all. Like I'm, I'm like, he's sitting here. I'm like, whew, I'm going to take this sweater off in a second. <laughs> All right. And then expressing your desires. Okay. So telling your partner, again, this is where kind of getting those directions come into play. But if you've done that practice solo, you know, so telling your partner, um, I really love it when you go down on me. I really love it when you focus here, I would love for you to grab my favorite vibrator and use it on me. I would, I would love to be able to return this favor. I would love to go down on you while you're going down on me. These types of things, right? So giving your partner those directions and expressing your desires, expressing what you want in that moment. Um, I would love if you put this lingerie on. I would love if we could turn the lights off. I would love if you would kiss my neck. It really turns me on when you kiss my neck and you travel down, down my torso, down my abdomen and make your way to my vulva or make your way to start eating me out, right? Depending on what language feels best for you. Um, so again, having that confidence and that confidence comes from taking the time to practice, to practice with yourself. All right. And really you guys telling your partner what you like, this is honestly one of the most important things that we need to be doing. This is one of the most important tips that we have. Um, you know, how, how are you meant to tell your partner what gets you off in bed? If, if you don't know yourself, we already talked about that, but we were never taught or prepared for the pleasure part of sex when we were young, just the biology, right? We were always told what to do and what not to do. Um, and this means that we end up learning through trial and error. The second thing I want to point out or third, whatever number we're on, <laughs> but awkward is okay. All right, talking about sex, we already know, you've heard me say this before, but it can be super awkward. And especially it's going to be awkward if you're not used to it. And the media makes out talking about sex, like it's this super easy and hot and sexy thing, but it's okay if you're finding it hard to start these types of conversations and, and start saying some of these things in the bedroom. Um, you, you know, you can get through it. And I'm here to tell you, if you can get through this, if you can break through that awkwardness and just embrace the awkwardness for what it is, it is so freaking worth it. Own that awkwardness. Have fun. Have fun with your partner. Like that is one thing that so many couples are missing is that fun and playful time with each other. So I'm telling you, it's going to bring you closer and likely your partner is feeling the same way. They might be feeling a little bit awkward too. But again, practicing on your own first, if you need to, when you're taking this solo time, if you need to practice some dirty talk on yourself, I know for me in my masturbation, the more vocal I am, the better the orgasm, right? I'm praising myself. I am praising my imaginary person that I'm envisioning is in that room with me. I'm in, I'm envisioning what my, what my husband is doing, what he's saying to me. I'm in, I'm literally envisioning all of those things and I can vocalize them out loud. That makes that masturbation session way, way, way more hotter. And then when I'm able to do that, then when it comes down to have sex with my husband later that day or the next day or whenever that time may be, I'm ready, right? I feel like I'm fueled. I'm ready to go. I practice some things. I'm getting comfortable saying them because I've been saying them out loud during my solo play and it just becomes easier. All right. The other part of dirty talk is that you definitely want to make sure that your conversations and just in general, when you're in, in the intimate bedroom scene, you want to make sure that the things that you're saying are 
positive. Okay. So let's say you're in the situation and you're super pissed that your partner, you know, didn't take the time to focus on your clitoral stimulation or didn't take the time to incorporate physical touch, which is your top love language. Okay. Try not to blame, try not to attack, try not to complain um, or criticize what they're doing. Instead, again, using that positive language and giving directions. So saying, I would love if you did this, or I love when you do this. So again, giving them this directions. I can never remember a time where I've been having sex with my husband. I would say, oh, I I love when you, I love when you go down on me. And he didn't immediately take that as a signal like, oh, okay, right. I'm going to, I'm going to maybe tease a little bit and I'm eventually going to go down there or just immediately go, go down on me. Right. So being positive, giving the directions. I'm telling you, it it really does go a long way. And making sure that you're taking the time with your partner or partners outside of the bedroom to talk about some of these things. Talk about the desires that you have and things that you want from from the bedroom. I do have a resource on my website. Uh, If you go to rachelmain.com and you go under the resources tab, you can type in your email. It's going to send all of my resources directly to you for free. And one of the things on there is my want, will, won't list. This is a great thing for you and your partner to do, and I have an episode solely on this, but definitely check that out. If you're thinking like, oh, I don't really know what what it is that I want in the bedroom, or I don't even know where to start to think about those things, I'll tell you, this gives you every and anything that you could possibly think of on a list for you to go check off as I want to do this, I will do this, or I won't do this. And it's something that you and your partner can do separately and, and then share with each other afters. All right. So uh, I did a poll on my story. I know some people are going to ask, like, what are some phrases and things that I can use? So I wanted to share some with our Instagram followers that uh, they they gave in their feedback. So this isn't just coming from me. I've already gave you several um, examples here. But again, some of those dirty talk starters, if you will, are it turns me on when dot, dot, dot. All right. I like to watch when you dot, dot, dot. It feels so good when dot, dot, dot. I can't stop thinking about you when dot, dot, dot. You're so good at dot, dot, dot. All right. So you've got to fill in the things for you and your relationship and what feels great. So I freaking loved this episode. Again, thank you to that person that asked the question on Dirty Talk. I really do hope that this gave you gave you some confidence around this, gave you some ideas, things to try, things to say. But most importantly, again, taking the time to figure these things out for yourself, embracing that awkwardness, right? If you say something and it feels a little bit weird, it might not feel as weird after seeing how your partner reacts to it. And I know definitely there have been things that that my husband has said during sex. And in my head, I'm just like, what in the fuck? Or I've said, and afterwards I'm thinking like, why did I just say that? (laughs) Like, where did that even come from? And, you know, I might giggle internally in my head. I'm like thinking all these things like, oh my God, Rachel, like how embarrassing. Why did you just say that? Um, But, you know, if it's received well, hey, go with it, right? Or I, I love when we have, you know, our after pillow talk and I'll be like, why? I remember one time, this was God years ago, I'm like, why did you call me a bitch? Like, that was like the first time Danny ever called me a bitch during sex. I was like, why? He's like, I don't know. I was just like, you know, into it. It was like in the moment where there was like, you know, some choking type stuff going on during that sexual encounter. And I was like, I do not like that. Like, I do do not like being called a bitch in the bedroom. Well, really at any point in my life. But 
Uh, that was just funny. So, you know, we were able to have fun about that. We were able to talk about that afterwards. And, um, you know, I, I can give some other suggestions of things that I would like to be called. Uh, my husband knows those things now. And it was that was that right. And so now, w- w- you know, we were able to come to this compromise where there's other things that he can use and things that he can call me um, during during those sexual times. And now he knows that bitch is off limits. <laughs> that it is what it is. And somebody's listening to this like, oh my God, I love when my husband calls me a bitch or I love being degraded or humiliated during sex. And that's totally fine too. The difference is, or the important part is that we each know what works for us and what doesn't work for us. And what works for one person does not mean it's going to work for every other person. So that's what it goes back to taking the time to figure these things out for yourself. And again, giving directions, being specific as possible to your partner on exactly what it is that you're wanting or exactly what it is that you like that they're doing so that they do more of it and so that they hear you and reciprocate that. And that in turn is going to help lessen the orgasm gap, which means more orgasms for you. Multiple orgasms for you, I hope. (laughs) All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know if you have any, any questions about Dirty Talk. And if you have any fun Dirty Talk stories after listening to this episode, please, please shoot them my way. Uh, I love, I love, I love when you guys listen to episodes and then you DM me afterwards or message me on Facebook afterwards and uh, share, you know, your takeaways or funny moments that you had or realizations that you had during the episode. So uh, definitely, definitely, I know there's some fun, dirty talk stories out there. And maybe it was with a one night stand. Maybe it's with your current partner. You don't need to give me those details if you don't want to. But definitely, I know some I know some fun stuff is going to come up after y'all listen to this. So all right, stay sexy, stay confident. And go get your dirty talk on. On that flight that you get on, international, first class seat on my lap, girl, riding comfortable, cause I know what that girl did mean, New York to Haiti, I got lipstick stamps on my passport, you make it hard to leave, been around the world, don't speak the language, but your booty don't need explaining, all I really need to understand is, when you talk dirty to me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a thing. And if you loved it so fucking much, be sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see you next week. And until then, keep owning your sexual self.